Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove the theories that you little mamas got at home. Let's go. It's a motherfucking mini episode. Yeah. I think it's a touch. Mm. Yeah, I like just a, just a taste, just a taste of the song. You were real confident on that spelling. I like that. I I took my time beforehand. <laughs> really, <laughs> I cannot tell you how worried I am that we're gonna get an email <laughs> next week of somebody being like, "You fool." <laughs> I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done it. It was bold. I, I respect it. I, res, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done you it. You fucking fool! How <laughs> could you misspell independent? Even as you were doing it, I was like kind of sounding it out in my head. Independent. I'm Langston Kerman. I'm David Bory. And we we have an email today from a person named Devo. Devo sent us an email. Come on. And the subject line for this one is uh, CTE and R&B. That's provocative. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> it's a provocative subject line, I would say. I like, I like both those things. Uh-huh. <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my entertainment. <laughs> right. I like a little Antonio Brown. I like a little Bobby Brown. Oh, two sides of the same. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. That peanut butter meat jelly. 
<laughs> if those two were hanging out, fuck man, the hits. Ah, uh, that feels like crossing the streams and Ghostbusters. You know, no, what I mean, I mean, like, I mean feels... like they they would beat up up, up a bunch of people. They would, yeah. <laughs> I think it'd mostly be Antonio at this point. Bobby be pretty winded, but he'd be encouraging him in a way. That... I think he's still got one good karate kick in him. Mm-hmm. Like the one he gave out of the chopper in that Ja Rule video. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, of course I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a classic. I think he's got, I, I think he could do that one time, anytime. Yeah. You know? I get that. And yeah. I bet it's a, a karate, I bet that kick kills a guy. Oh, it'll fuck you up. You catch it on the chin. Because let's not forget, Bobby, he was a little bigger or whatever. He was athletic as fuck. Yeah, I think that that's a motherfucking kick and you're yeah. going to die. And then his heart's going to explode like John Henry. But I do think... <laughs> <laughs> I do think he could kill a man with his, his one last karate kick. Yeah, I, I, I want that. I want that to be how he goes out. <laughs> Him and Ja Rule getting out of a chopper. Somebody says something <laughs> slick. And he kicks their fucking head off. Yeah. He says, thug loving. And he, he fucking dies. Just a bumblebee. Just a bumblebee of a of a man. I'm okay with it. Uh, but we're not here to talk about bumblebees. We're here to want, read one of your emails you guys sent in, you, you cucks. You cucks. Uh... <laughs> The Devo sent us this email, CTE. Oh, Devo, you're not a cook. Ah, well, let's see, because Devo begins the email by saying, greetings to the coon and your friend from the Congo. I don't care for this <laughs> one Yo! fucking bit. <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, not even a, a small piece of me feels remotely tolerant of whatever the fuck that was, Devo. There's no history in this show where that is an appropriate greeting to anybody that we respect. What the fuck are you talking about? The coon. I'll fucking kill you, Devo. I'll I'll shoot your foot off. He said it. He said it like you called it so much. That- like there's a history. <laughs> That's crazy, Devo. You're wild, bro. That I hate is your guts. That's yeah, crazy. That was, you couldn't have thought that was gonna go over great, Devo. Come on, man. That's wild. I don't even want to read this bullshit no more. But I you, will. You I started with the coon. That's crazy. Ah, uh, all right. You're lucky He's, we're at work. We got to keep reading this bullshit. Yeah, I, this is how I makes my money and feeds my baby, but I'll kill you, Devo. God damn, it's on site. He said, a friend of mine who smokes too much, parenthetical, recently suggested a link between R&B singers and CTE. She went on to cite Ray J, Tyrese, and Lauren Hill as quote-unquote obvious proof. Please help Devo and I believe the South African flag. Now, I again, you, you, that means that you know English well. There's there's no translation issues here. You're a piece of shit, Devo. But go ahead. What do you think about this supposed connection between CTE and R&B? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, those three people don't seem like maybe they got hit in the head. 
They they do or they don't for you. They make me seem like they could have got knocked around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think they got they all give big skull rattling Here, vibes. Here's I guess my thing, my the difficulty with it for me is with football CTE, we we see where they got hit in the head. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, are we mm-hmm. attributing these head knocks to in R and B? Well, here's what I'll say. Just like falling over because Diddy drugged you at a party or <laughs> I, I like that as a theory. I will say that we are seeing a uptick of R&B fi- singers getting in fights uh, more maybe than we ever did historically. I, I, I don't think that's the truth. I think they just didn't talk about it before. You think that the fights were happening as frequently, that Chris Brown and Usher is not a unique thing. Mm-mm. I think we just they, now I think have they, social media to yeah. I, you ever hear about the Isley brothers? Like, he, her tale of the Isley? They, they used to operate like a gang. Like, I All think right. it was, because it was always like, you had to be that dude to sing R&B. I think it just wasn't pub- highly publicized. Now that's fair. I will and say, and then when rap, and then when rap started, a lot of those guys, because like rap started, and a lot of those guys who went on to be gangster rappers, they had rap not started, they still would have tried to be R and B singers. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? They just got a new place to put it. Yeah, I I will say that this feels real to me when when I start to think about some of the other predating R and B like. James Brown constantly fist fighting with his own band and shit. Mr. Bird. Yeah, he's like fucking gonna kill members of his band on a near nightly basis. Like, uh, you know, fucking, yeah, there's just so many great examples I think of like band. David Ruffin is another example that comes to mind of like, there's no way Otis didn't punch David in the head. Exactly. Exactly. I think there was always that kind of element right, to it. I think it just wasn't you know, that was not conducive to their to their images. Even you heard Barry White talk about when he was young, he used to be good with a bullwhip. He said he could knock a flea off a dog's ass. <laughs> you know, the only thing I know about, about Barry White from being younger is that he was a thief, and I learned that from 16 Blocks, that uh, most deaf movie. I, I never finished it. Barry White's a thief? That's the... So the the core of the sort of like moral argument inside of the film for most deaf is that Barry White used to be a thief and most deaf's character used to be a thief and now he wants to like own a like a I think a, like a restaurant or some shit or like a what? bakery and so he's basically saying if Barry White can change why can't I oh man I thought that was a completely different movie uh, okay <laughs> I don't know. I, it's Bruce Willis, the most deaf, uh, <laughs> having to make it 16 blocks so that most deaf can, I think, testify so he can get out of jail and become a chef. I don't remember. It's, I don't know. But either way, I'm just saying, I think that there were definitely R&B singers who were like that. Yeah. I think it just was not, I think rap kind of took, took, took the shine away from it. You know what I mean? So to that point, if we really look at R&B singers from the past, too, we, we, Casey and JoJo are the most CTE Come on. cabinist motherfuckers out there. You know, somebody dropped that little one upside down. <laughs> somebody hit that nigga with a tombstone because he's going nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, that 
the video, <laughs> and I'm sure we're thinking of the same thing, but of that course video. we're thinking about him riding that man eating chicken. No, that's not what I was thinking of at all. Oh. What, I, I, the, the Casey and JoJo? Yeah, where he's riding on top of that guy and he's eating the chicken? No. Hold on. I got to continue to. T- I'm going to find this. No, I'm very excited. The video I was thinking of was when he passes out on stage at the concert and then has to have like they keep performing while his his limp body gets dragged off of stage. Oh, no, that seems terrible. Yeah, no, it's really funny. (laughs) I'm glad we get to trade Casey and Jojo videos. This is exciting. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're calling upon you. Because uh, we have we have new merch. We have very exciting merch that we are now selling 
and it's it's fucking great. We love it so much. It's sleek. It's mm-hmm. sexy. Come on. You want to tell them what we have? Yeah, we have three different types of hats, which is really fun. We have a two-tone hat, an alien dad hat, the traditional logo in black and khaki. Then we have the enamel pin with the alien who has a kufi on it, says, my mama told me. And then we have t-shirts that say, proud little mama, which is who you are. Yeah. You can buy the merch now. Go to mymamatoldme.merchcentral.com where you can see all of our merch. You can buy shit pre-order now, but December 10th, you can buy it for real, for real. And we want you to have all the sweet stuff. So get it. Just if you YouTube Casey eating chicken. Okay. If you look up singer Jojo passes out on stage during concert. Got it. And uh, maybe we take turns so that we can track reactions and okay, shit. Okay, okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. What, what, say say Casey eating, eating chicken. Eating chicken, and it'll be him riding on top of a guy in a crowd. <laughs> oh, this takes you to weird websites, huh? This took me to Facebook. I mean, you know, I, I, I delve in dark parts of the internet. <laughs> Give me some of that. <laughs> 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 oh my god you know what it, it, what killed me is that the entire time it didn't wasn't until after he's eating the chicken that i realized he's doing this to if you think you're lonely now give me some of that <laughs> <laughs> Wait until tonight, girl. <laughs> On another man's shoulders, no less. Because that to me screams someone who's been hit in the head. Let me watch. I'm going to watch JoJo passing out. Yeah. Okay, this is a minute 45. Is that the right one? Yeah, that's the right one. Oh, is this when it was just them two? Oh, yeah. This is This is like within the last like four or five years. Oh no! Okay, mm-hmm. so oh no! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh oh no! Oh no! Oh, this sucks! <laughs> oh, security! Security walked away. Yeah, security leaves him. In case he's going, <laughs> he's still going. Come on, man! He just keeps going. He said, "Give it no. up for my brother, yo." <laughs> Oh, man. As your literal brother. All my life. In the middle of all my life, he died. And then then he had to get up by himself. (laughs) Security gave so little of a fuck that they left his crippled body out there. Oh, man. Yeah. And and your brother's just like, give it up for my brother, y'all. He he tried his best. One thing I I love my little brother. He, he, my brothers wouldn't let me go out like that. That's crazy. They'd have dragged me off. My big ass. They'd have dragged me. Off. That's that's you can't like. He hates his guts. Oh, for sure, for sure. They probably it's probably they were probably fucking each other's wives. I bet it was a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, they they've hurt each other real bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he left him out there to die. Oof. But I say all that to say, do I think that there's, I think there's also a level, I don't think that CTE is what it is. I think there's a level of unhinged you have to be to even believe that you can sing songs to make money. Mm. And I think that that lends itself to wild behavior. You're already over on that spectrum of like, 
thinking you're already over on that side of behavior where you're just doing crazy shit for you. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if we are missing a category of like brain damage and that maybe this isn't CTE is obviously specific to like the rattling of the brain that you get from like physical contact. I imagine that there's a type of brain damage that you have to be born with or develop in like a, a certain part of your youth that gives you that level of confidence to both be if you think you're lonely now as nigga and I steal your chicken on another man's shoulders and sing. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. It, it, you have to have gone through some damage what? that isn't just slamming your head into another head. What's the term? Dunning-Kruger effect? I think that kind of plays. I don't know that is, You never heard of Dunning-Kruger? Uh, let me look mm-hmm. it up. It's, it's basically like, it's. Been, I think a lot of performers have it. It's basically like where incompetent people think they're overly competent in all kinds of things. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so the Dunning and Kruger effect is a cogn- cognitive bias in which people with limited competence in a particular domain overestimate their abilities. Mm. I think there's a lot of that within R&B. I think it's just like people forget that we're, we're, we're so used to it, right? Seeing entertainers and understanding what that is. But it is a wild thing to even want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of unhinged, us included, right? To get paid for something that anyone theoretically could be doing and we just live our lives off of it. Yeah. Bro, I thought I could buy a house doing what people do to each other on their lunch breaks. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like kind of a delusional place to come from in general. And not only buy a house, you, you like me, like all of us, you think you deserve the best house off of. Yeah off of truly something that they could replicate like uh, with a text message. Yeah. And by the way, this isn't basketball. There are guys who are better than who are better than me at this in the building across the street right now. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like people, people love to talk about it. Like it's hoop or some shit like that, where it's like they had to go find Wembenyama. There's a Wembenyama on every block for humor. Dog, the barber next to my barber is the funniest nigga I've ever met in my Come life. On. <laughs> Come on. I've been sitting there like this nigga's a genius. I've met people in literally every station of life who were funner than me. Mm-hmm. Crackheads. Doctors, come on, lawyers, dudes who work at Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. like it, dudes it, that wish they could work at Seven <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, yeah. It has no, it it holds no. It's like not. It's that's why I get so mad when people tie morality into it. Yeah. Like, don't expect the funniest guy to be the most moral guy because that has nothing at all to do with it. And if that's what you're looking for, you're stupid. I'm sorry, you're a stupid person. That's also when comedy turns into bullshit is when like, and we were, I was truly just talking about this with a homie this weekend of like, as soon as somebody gets told that they're like a truth teller or that like they see society for what it is, their comedy turns into fucking ass. Stinks. It just stinks. Stinks. Every one of our heroes that turned into truth tellers stink because that's not what the fuck we're good at. That's not what we're doing over here. Truth tellers, thought leaders, all that shit, trash. Bro, it stinks. Yeah, it's not good. I think there's like an artistry to it for sure that I believe in, but all that other shit, 
But I think it's an artistry in the way that, like, the fucking Sistine Chapel kind of has some accidents in there. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Or they put too many olives on my Subway sandwich. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I guess artistry, I guess. But but you you don't know how to replicate it perfectly. You know what I mean? Like, that just, you you just hit a sweet spot. We all ride a sick wave. A sick, sick wave. What the fuck are you telling the truth about? Nothing. And why, why do you go to a funny guy for the truth, you idiot? There's experts. Yeah, go listen to a podcast with smarter people. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe Ari Shafir shouldn't fucking form your ideas on foreign, foreign policy. He shouldn't have even the slightest sway in it. No matter what side of the Ari Shafir table you're on, he should not sway you in the least. That being said, uh, please follow me at CoolGuyJokes87. I am a new thought leader. (laughs) (laughs) Got a lot of thoughts. You look like you need some leading. Yeah. Uh, No, but yeah, that's so... I I feel like less... As far as this conspiracy, I feel like less CT, more that people who are prone to do that as a job are kind of prone to wild behavior. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. You have to lead with a fair amount of ego to want any version of celebrity. And I would say R&B especially feels like a very vulnerable version of the game because you both have to to constantly be demonstrating sensitivity while also flexing that you are the opposite of the identity that you create for your audience. You are both a a hardened man and a sensitive lover, a gentle sort of like make lovey type person. And that those don't always make sense. And only a crazy person could make that work. And I'm okay with it. Give me I, some more hits. I prefer it. Give me some more hits, Trey Songs. I don't want Tyrese to get healthy. <laughs> I want him to stay just the way he is. <laughs> you know I can't get behind that. <laughs> Yes, you can. Be honest. You're saying I don't think he's making us another hit song. Is why I can't get behind that. But but I'm saying I don't think he's got another sweet lady in him. That don't matter, my guy. Put all that behind you. I'm saying the Tyrese that we have, the the contributions that he makes to our culture. You're saying you want a grounded, well-rounded Tyrese. I I don't. I would like that for him on the way out, yeah. On the way out, sure, but he's got at least seven more years in him. That's true. Come on. That's true. I want Tyrese sick, baby. Yeah, crying out. I want him beefing with The Rock for reasons he can't explain. That's so funny. It is so funny. It's tough. You really bring out the worst to me. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want him to get healing. And no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Call me a bad guy. I just don't think he should he should be whole. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we did it. I think we did it too. Can you tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on? Cool guy jokes eighty seven on Instagram. All my dates will be up there. I'm not going out till uh the top mid mid January, so I'm just around the Denver metro area. If you want to come see me, I love it. I appreciate you. Stand up's real fun right now. Yeah, I got some uh, merch left over at bringdavidaplate.com. If you wanted to come out to tour and get one of those T-shirts 
or hats or something like that and you weren't able to, they are now available online through the end of the year. And uh, that's about it, you know? Hell yeah. And you can follow me at Langston Kerman. I'll be there talking my shit. I'm not, I'm also not going out, like out, out until the top of the year, but I, I'm, I'm going to be kicking it. So see what I'm doing, I guess. I don't know. And if you want to buy merch from us, my mama told me dot com. Uh, I believe December 10th, which is next week, the pre-orders are going to start shipping out. So if you're interested in, in buying a hat or a t-shirt, be giving a gift to a lover, perhaps, who needs, uh, needs a, a two-toned hat to cover their oddly shaped head. Yeah, or a face across their weird body. Yeah, come on. You, you can buy it at mamamatoldme.merchcentral.com. And as always, if you want to send us your own drops, your own conspiracy theories, if you want to tell us why, in fact, R&B singers are not brain damaged, but instead profits of a future yet untold, send it all to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, rate, finger bang, whatever it is that you're meant to do to keep this podcast alive, please do it. That's the whole shebang. Bye, bitch. Give your meat a good old rub. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash Zero. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.